Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is... I'm Will Pelagic. Still New York with the possession. Halfway home at stoppage time. And that's it! It's over! It's done! Charlotte FC is going to the playoffs! Charlotte FC is going to the playoffs! Columbus Crew beat Montreal, and we are headed for soccer on Wednesday night! That is the voice of Willie Playoff Party Steamboat Willie P. Yeah! We're going to the postseason, baby! Let's talk to that man that you hear on the call here on WFNZ. Willie P joins us on the Body Works Plus guest hotline. Willie, what was that moment like for you, my man? Mailman, it was in, just incredibly scintillating because I, I feel like that moment and the moments that preceded it were very much a release of all the frustration that had kind of been the ebb and flow of this season. Uh, it had a lot of up and downs. Uh, we talked a lot about the downs and the drop points from winning positions and things of that nature, but I think when it's all said and done, uh, Charlotte FC needed every little point that they earned this season to get themselves into the dance, and, and as a result, it now has them in a scenario where uh, if they win on Wednesday, they get into the first round proper, and you can mess around and uh, make, their, make yourself a run in this thing. All right, so calling a win over Lionel Messi in the process of clinching a playoff berth. You knew there was an opportunity heading into this game with that very scenario coming about. My question to you, Willie P, is did you rehearse the call beforehand or did you allow it's that enough. to come up with organically? Very, very organic, honestly. Uh, with, with with everything that uh, transpired over the, I would say, 48 to 62 hours after Charlotte's Wednesday win, I mean, we had so many ranges of emotions. And even, you know, the messy part of it, uh, has developed and very much like the Charlotte Seven flow of the season. The, the narrative surrounding whether or not Messi would play has taken on a lot of different characteristics. You had right at the beginning, people were saying, and even the commissioner was saying, I hope they put grass down. And Atlanta and Charlotte both said, no, they're not going to do that. And there was this thought that he wouldn't play on turf. And Messi came out himself and said, turf is not a big deal to me. I don't care. Then he got hurt. Then he played in Argentina, and people were wondering, with with Miami out of the playoffs, would he play or not? There was a question about whether or not he was going to start. And really, I just kind of tried to keep the head clear. And then uh, once I found out he was starting, it was obviously there was a little trepidation on both Jess and I's part, thinking about, okay, how is this going to work? But you know what? They get the early goal, and they showed resilience for 77 minutes of defending. I know that Taylor Tubman was on the air this morning and uh, also during the game saying that, you know, maybe – Gerald FC at times played a little foolhardy, but I think they were organized. I think they used the high press to their advantage. They liked the load for themselves on defense. And I also think they've like, created an identity with this Christian Latanzio-led side that has been developing over the course of the season and now is, I think, as fortified as they've been uh, going into the postseason. Well, I mean, yeah, you bring up Latanzio. This was a guy that we had conversations about earlier this season, Willie, about is, 
is he going to hold on to his job? I hit very much so on the hot seat. And here he is now going into the postseason. How would you describe the roller coaster that was Latanzio's season? Well, I think it's, you know, to, to say that a playoff first has him off the roller coaster, I think would maybe be an oversimplification of it. Not my, not because of anything that I know, but just from fans that I've talked to. Yeah. Uh, there are some that were very much thinking that, I don't want to say they were rooting against your FC, but that they were wanting to have anything potentially happen for a coaching change. I think that's a bit foolhardy in my opinion, because I think you back the club through thick and thin and you, you see what you can do. And I think that there have been a lot of great strides and development under Latanzio that has been overlooked by a lot of fans. I think uh, the rise of Andrew Privet, somebody who really came in uh, being groomed by the crown legacy outfit that uh, Charlotte FC has had for the first time this year. Uh, putting him into the starting lineup and using him as a hybrid midfielder slash center back has given Charlotte FC uh, a different point of attack than they had at the early part of the season. I think the growth and development of some of the uh, the younger players as well that have come into the squad and also the additions of the summer transfer window, the addition of Yara Oranen, I think has given Charlotte FC a solidified back line. I think the ability to find the spaces where all three of Charlotte's designated players who only played together from the starting lineup, just 10 out of 42 all, of all competitions where they're able to start all three of those guys together. I think for a second-year side, that's a very difficult thing to overcome. You need your designated players to be able to be immediate contributors and do so early and often in order for you to have some of that success. And honestly, if you contextualize Charlotte FC's success as a second-year side, uh, of the 19 teams outside of the nine that began uh, MLS in 1996 and the one that began this year, uh, the teams that have played at least two seasons or more, Charlotte FC is one of, is just the sixth of the remaining 19 to have 40 points per season in their first two seasons and get to the playoffs in at least one of those two. So it's a scenario where I, I know that we talk a lot about the teams that have done well at the beginning. And a lot of those, though, are very much outliers. The Atlantas, the LAFCs. It took FC Cincinnati a couple of years of being a spooner to win the supporter sheet. So, it's very much something where I think it's still developing. I think it's still growing. And I think Latancio is the champion behind all that. And I feel like uh, he's now starting to get maybe some of the credit for the success. And I think you got to do that for him if you're also going to criticize the way that they were as a, an up-and-down team during the season. Voice of Charlotte FC, Willie Postseason P, joining us on the Body Works Plus guest hotline. I'm glad you brought up Taylor Twelman, who joined Mac and Bone earlier today. And not only Taylor, but also Mac was talking about, yes, this moment is clearly great, and I don't think that should be taken away. None of the joy of that should be. Is there any reflecting, though, on what the season could have been even more so because of all of the points dropped throughout the course of the season where you had the big leads and they turned out to be a draw or they turned to be a, turned out to be an outright loss? Is there any of that going on right now? Hey, man, it, it goes to show this team can accomplish actually a lot more if they just hold on to some of those leads. Well, I think it's, it's a contrast for what was a year ago. I think from, from Charlotte's perspective, they were very much the comeback kids a year ago, and they were not holding a lot of leads. It took them until their third week to get their first ever goal. So, I mean, it's a scenario where now Charlotte FC is getting leads and getting goals, and unfortunately one of those games where they did drop points was second matchup against New York Red Bulls. Well, they had a two-goal lead in the opening half in the first 20 minutes and then conceded early in the second half and then once at the hour mark. And on a goal that I should add, anecdotally, that Christian Kalina probably would want back. Uh, it was a bit soft from him. And I think he'd even admit it, too, as well, if you gave him some uh, opportunity to reflect on it. But at the same time, you can't control it. I, I think, honestly, 
uh, soccer is very much a two-part job. And even Ashley Westwood, their captain, said this uh, yesterday when talking about you know playing with leads like a 2-0 lead. It's often harder to do that than it is to play from behind because you play from behind, you throw everything at the game. And if you go down 3-0, you know, nobody really cares. It's uh, much easier to play from behind because of that, that urgency and that, uh, that expectation being rather low. It's much harder. You, it's very easy for your brain psychologically to switch off up 2-0 because of the way the game is played. But I think from Charlotte's perspective, they learned a lot with the game on Saturday. I think they've learned a lot uh, with some of the failure they've had this season. And I think it's uh, this particular format of playoff where – you don't necessarily need to uh, outright beat your team in order to earn yourself a playoff uh, shootout. I think is at least given Charlotte FC, you know, you saw it during the League's Cup. This this brand of football, honestly, I think is is suited for them to potentially make some noise. All right, that is Willie Prince of the Pitch Palachik joining us on the Body Works Plus guest hotline. I had one more question before we send you out of here. What does Charlotte have to do on Wednesday to get past the New York Red Bulls? Stand up to their physicality. It's going to be a game that's won a lot in the air. Uh, New York likes to, to play the ball long and direct and uh, use their physicality to out-muscle guys. They're going to have to maintain their composure. Both teams want to press. New York doesn't want the ball. Charlotte has to make sure that they are content with their decision-making and intentional with their decision-making. They can't make any careless errors. And most importantly, they have to avoid the individual errors that have befallen them at parts of this season. But if they can make that happen, maybe make a goal or two early, I think they got a good chance tomorrow. All right, that is Willie, prominent pipes of the penalty kick. Palachik joining us now on the Body Works Plus guest hotline. Good luck to you. Congratulations, Willie. I'm happy, man. Hopefully we're talking about a win sometime down the road. No shortage of alliteration with you, Walker. Oh, none, man. None at all. We got peas for you here.